Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I am so glad that you're here today. I'm sitting here across the table from my dear friend, Dorinda, who is a mother of eight children. Mm -hmm. They range in age from... 10 to 24. 10 to 24. Mm -hmm. And I have seven children. They range in age from four and a half to almost 24. So... Uh, we're just kind of neck and neck with each other in the homeschooling, <laughs> mothering arena. Yep. I just found out I'm going to have my second uh, grandchild mm-hmm. the other day, so yes. I'm going to I'm trying to catch up with Dorinda. <laughs> uh, it wasn't really a race when we were having children, but now it feels like it could now be a competition. Yeah, now it feels like there could be some competition involved. Put my running shoes on. <laughs> uh, we are just here to encourage you. Um, I I don't often talk about what my husband and I do, but I hope that you will. Take Take the opportunity and go check it out. Uh, you can visit me at thebusymom.com. The uh, nonprofit organization that my husband and I run is called Firmly Planted Family. Uh, it was born out of our absolute belief that um, our culture is desperately in need of returning to biblical values and to know what the Word of God and to be firmly planted in the Word of God. So if you haven't had a chance to do that, I hope you'll go check out Firmly Planted Family. I know I mentioned earlier we are a nonprofit organization, uh, and we would really appreciate your financial support. This ministry is run on the donations of people who believe in what we're doing and want to come alongside and support it. And uh, your, your donation via the website or via mail is tax deductible. So if you have been uh, looking for a ministry to support that is based on the Word of God, I hope you'd consider Firmly Planted Family. Also, check out the Bible study that we have written. It is called Firmly Planted. Can you tell a theme's going on here? Uh, right now, we have four volumes of Firmly Planted that are available for you. Uh, the first two cover the Pentateuch, the first mm-hmm. five books of the Bible, and the second two are covering uh, the New Testament, the Gospels. Mm. You know, I guess... I just want to say, and this is just the, uh, my my passion, and I know uh, my husband's passion, and uh, Dorinda, I'm sure, will agree with me, that there is truth. Mm-hmm. There is truth. And this generation has flatly rejected mm-hmm. that, there, that there is such a tr- thing as truth. There is right and wrong, and God's word is relevant to the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't take my word for it. Take God's word for it. Get into the word of God yourself. The Bible says that the man who trusts in the Lord will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water. What he's saying is that the winds of the culture will blow, but it will not uproot that mm-hmm. tree. And you can trust in the word of God. We're going to take a turn today and talk for a little bit about unhurried childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goodness, we are living in a culture where kids are just rush, 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 rush. Yeah, this, this rush to put them in early childhood right. education. Right. Now it's kind of a race to the you can't even really call it a race to the top. What is it, a race, race to the beginning? <laughs> kind of. In this race to the beginning, we are rushing our children uh, through childhood. Right. And you wrote a post so, several months ago called mm-hmm. The Unhurried Homeschooler, mm-hmm. which you can find that if you're listening to this at uh, simplenourishinghome.com. Mm-hmm. And it really resonated, I think, mm-hmm. with did. moms who need it permission really yeah. to feel like they don't have to rush their kids right. through every little thing. Yeah, when I wrote it, I just was writing my heart, and I honestly thought... I'm going to be the only one out there who thinks this. Mm-hmm. What? You didn't consider me? I totally agreed with you. Come on now. Show me some love. Oh, so anyway, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I write, I wrote this and I couldn't believe the response. It yeah. was it was so refreshing because it it made me realize again, moms, 
you have a wonderful instinct inside of you. These moms, some of them were already, you know, taking their time and and letting their kids learn a little more naturally and letting them start out slow. Mm -hmm. And others were thinking to themselves, I'd really like to do this, but I feel all this pressure Mm -hmm. to do it this other way. We talked about that a couple days ago with with, uh, the education Mm -hmm. models that are kind of up for debate right now in the culture. Mm -hmm. And and they just felt like somebody had taken the chains off Mm -hmm. and that they could actually do what God had called them to Mm -hmm. do with their kids. And And it turns out his yoke really is easy. His burden really is light. Exactly. So important. I want to direct you to Isaiah 40, verse 11 today. If you've got a Bible and you're highlighting it, I hope that you will open up your Bible and uh, just star this verse and draw a circle around it. It says, He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Mm -hmm. I love that verse. Such a beautiful illustration of God's heart toward mothers. Now, Mm -hmm. let me just juxtapose that for a minute (laughs) against our, you know, against our culture that is rushing, rushing, Mm -hmm. rushing. And I'm wondering, do we gently lead our young? Mm -hmm. The Bible says that that the Lord, our good shepherd, gently leads us because we have young. Here we're we're rushing and not gently leading our young. Have you noticed Mm -hmm. that that's uh, that's the case in your neck of the woods? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's just such a such a push for schedules and just being involved in as much as possible. And we have access to so much. Mm. And yet kids haven't changed. Mm -hmm. Kids have the same need to run across the yard, to kick a ball, to dig up worms, Mm -hmm. to make a mess, dirty, you know, Mm -hmm. have make mud pies Mm -hmm. and things like that. And just have the freedom to, to use their imagination Mm -hmm. because that's a huge, that is a huge part of their development. And it, and it's actually an, incredibly valuable and necessary thing to happen in order for them to actually um, learn later Mm -hmm. on when they get into the more cognitive years. Well, isn't it true? Uh, you know, I used to love to watch uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood when I was a kid. He's just, oh man. Love him. Uh, Loved his stuff. And he said, play gives children a chance to practice what they're learning. Right. And it really is true. I think that there's something to be said for slowing down with your kids. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that, and I'm not talking about sitting down and watching movies all day long. No. Right? I'm talking, I'm actually kind of talking about unplugging. Absolutely. You know, and yep. as much as you can. And again, this is no condemnation. Mm. I have had many days where we have just, I have said, here are 7,000 <laughs> videos. I'll see you at eight o'clock tonight. I just want to go take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Mama needs a shower. <laughs> Um, and so this is not a condemning thing. And again, right. you know, if, for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for very long, you know, um, one of the things I am passionate about is teaching you to hear the voice of condemnation uh, versus the voice of conviction, right. recognizing that there's a difference between the enemy right. who would tell you, right. see, you're a terrible mother, right? you're doing it wrong, you right. stink, you know, get it together, and the voice of the Lord who would gently mm-hmm. uh, speak to you and mm-hmm. say, I love you, I mm-hmm. have made you for this. You can do it. And mm-hmm. you might be hearing that sort of gentle nudge, like mm-hmm. maybe we don't need to watch TV all day. That's right. Um, that's that's the voice that I'm going to encourage you to hear. Right. And this idea of being unhurried mm-hmm. um, with your children, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a time where you won't be able to be right unhurried, right? Absolutely. We're sort of in those years right now. We are. With lots of teenagers in the house. Very much so. Yeah. Didn't think that... Um, 
I wasn't, I didn't realize it would get this busy. Right. I thought, oh, we're rethinking, Dorinda, really. I mean, come on. (laughs) I'll just work really hard to keep things simple. Well, guess what? It just doesn't work that way. No. And it's okay. I feel the grace for it now, but I'm so thankful that when they were little, Mm -hmm. we made a point of keeping things very simple. Mm -hmm. I love that. I want you to, you and I have talked about this. I want you, if you don't mind, to describe for our listeners, what you mean when you say when your kids were little, mm-hmm. and remember going back to Isaiah 40 about how he gently leads the mm-hmm. shepherd, the Lord leads those who have young. What does it look like for a mom who has a house full of little ones? How, do, how does she simplify? How does she simplify? Mm-hmm. Well, I, that's the key word right there is mm-hmm. simplifying. Mm-hmm. So I think really just eliminating anything that is unnecessary, mm-hmm. extra trips out places, too many yeah. activities, things like that. We stayed home a lot and we had a very simple routine. Mm-hmm. The kids had simple chores, age appropriate chores. Chores. Yes. And and they felt um they felt really a part of something bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm. And it was so sweet to watch them um, learn to help and they felt they just grew in confidence as mm. they would, you know, learn to do a good job of unloading the dishwasher. And I'm not saying they were always happy about it, <laughs> but, you know, ultimately looking back, the big picture was that they were learning a lot of good mm. character during those years. And um, I think that's a huge part of those preschool and early elementary years mm-hmm. is teaching them character, mm. instilling good character in them, some work, you know, some work ethic, you know, uh-huh. mm-hmm. age appropriate, of mm-hmm. course. Um, but just not, um, maybe not cluttering up your calendar exactly, with a lot of unnecessary exactly, stuff exactly. that you end up just, you know, your pulse is racing. Right. You don't, you have a hard right. time getting dinner on the table. Well, we had regular meal time. Some, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't mean we didn't eat Cheerios sometimes yep. for dinner. Hallelujah. But, you know, we had regular meal times. We had a rest time in the afternoon, mm-hmm. even if they weren't napping anymore. Because it's for you. Because it's for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and just to be quiet and look at books or whatever. And, and it, 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 you know, sometimes that was a battle too. Mm-hmm. But just keeping um, that simple routine was huge. We I got think. an interesting uh, comment on our Facebook page, which, by the way, if you're not following uh, the busy mom over there, you can just uh, find just. Uh, search for the busy mom on Facebook. And uh, Kelly asked a question about managing little ones. Mm -hmm. She said, I hear about having older kids helping a lot, (laughs) right? (laughs) But how did you start being a stay-at-home mom? How did you start stay-at-home life? I have a six, four, two, and a baby on the way. And I am a first-generation stay-at-home mom and wife with no real model to follow. I often feel like I'm making things up um, and I can't help but compare myself mm. to experienced stay-at-home moms. Um, and thankfully, my house is still standing and the kids most of the time like one another. And I just want to say, hey, Kelly, you're doing great. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> she's doing a great job. I mean, we, we all kind of just reading this and I'm like, it out what? Along the way. That's- Sounds a lot like me. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I think you're doing better than you think you are, Kelly. Uh, you know, high five. <laughs> I think you're doing better. You know, we all are just making it up. We are. You know, as we go along. Mm-hmm. And I was a stay-at-home mom uh, during the day, and I worked at night when my mm-hmm. kids were little. I worked for many, many years uh, uh, to help, you know, support our family because my husband was a pastor and took pretty much took two incomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, to keep our family afloat. And then we took the big jump 
mm-hmm. you know, to one to a single income. Mm-hmm. And boy, I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. uh, I thought, what in the world am I doing? And you mm-hmm. kind of just have to learn as you go. You do. You really do. Mm-hmm. You really and there's do. nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. You know, I think we've got this sort of miss. It's a misnomer, right? That somehow the experienced stay-at-home moms started off experienced, right? Right. They, or there's just there's this. They're going to reach this certain level and have it figured out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you know, I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. We should get Marianne on here sometime. Oh, yeah. I would love it if a group of us, experienced mm-hmm. moms, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, could sit around a table and just talk about even now right. how we sometimes sit around and go. What the heck are we doing? <laughs> I don't know, you know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I think that, that um, you know, I guess, Kelly, we're just trying to make you feel good right now. I hope it's working. I hope you're just going, well, I, if those two knuckleheads can do it, I for sure, <laughs> I got this thing. I can do this You thing. got this, Kelly. You got this, Kelly. You can do it. Because I think it's important for moms to know that they don't have to have all the answers. That's right. I think wisdom would mm-hmm. say... Um, enjoy your kids, mm-hmm. enjoy the season. Mm-hmm. The world is so counter to God's word. Mm-hmm. And just in recognizing that verse in Isaiah 40, where he says he gently leads mm-hmm. women, he's gently leading you. Right. If you have young, he wants to gently right. lead you. He's not going to push you over a cliff, right? Right? He wants <laughs> right. to gently lead you. And that means that you learn as you go. I remember right. one time Jay came home from work uh, and I only had, I think maybe two two kids at the time. And I had tried to make clam chowder because I knew Jade loved it. His dad made clam chowder for him right. when he was a kid. And we didn't have the internet. You know, I know right. it's hard for some of you listening to believe this, but there actually was a time. Making us sound old. Be quiet. I know. I know. Stop it. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'll be talking about Little House on the Prairie and stuff like that. But uh, he came home from work and I had, um, I'd worked all day. I could not figure out how to thicken soup. It ju- <laughs> I could, I, I didn't understand it. I had lumps of like flour floating oh, in yeah. my soup. Oh I, yeah. I couldn't figure it out. And then one of the kids started crying at a poopy diaper. Mm-hmm. I left it on <laughs> no. trying to like, you know, thicken it and I leave it on. So now. I go to change a poopy diaper and I've got a toddler who's watching Sesame Street. I come back in. My soup has bubbled. gross. It's oh, stunk yuck. too. My, you know, yucky clam chowder because I didn't understand to separate the juice. I didn't understand. I didn't know anything. Anyways, bubbling out of the stove and it was like, you know, the house stunk. Right. I took it off the stove. I called Pizza Hut and I was like, oh, can you deliver me pizza? Because I wanted to have, I, you know, here I'm trying to right. get into a routine so that there right. was dinner hall, right. you know, ready for my You're husband. trying. Oh man, I was like, I hope I get points for this, you know, because <laughs> it had splattered. It was on the wall. I mean, it was a mess. And it bur- literally burned and ruined my pot. Oh no. Because it burned and stuck so hard to the right. bottom of that thing. Right. But you know what? I learned something. Uh, you don't put flour in your soup like that. You know? <laughs> and you know, the next time I did a little bit better, wasn't that great? Right. Uh, but I've tried to encourage my daughters, and I'm sure, Dorinda, you in the same way, mm-hmm. by just going, sometimes you just have to learn by trial and error. And that's, that's right. okay. It's totally that's okay. okay. That's... If there was a parenting manual that said how to do uh-huh. how to do it, it would have been written by now, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But there's really just moms who are going, well, I tried that and it didn't work, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And and I think, you know, I love these moms that ask questions and are yes. willing to to reach out and say, hey, what, do you, what about this? What about that? Mm-hmm. But we just encourage you to listen to your own instincts. You will glean things from other people, but mm-hmm. ultimately you're going to put those pieces together yourself and Absolutely. make a unique family yeah. Yeah. that is uniquely what God yeah. has intended. And yeah. so you're not going to look like Sally down the street, you Which, know, thank heaven, you know, yeah. cause you know, we don't need Sally, two of her. Sally, we, Sally, just one, man. <laughs> we don't enough. Need, one is enough. It's all good. <laughs> hey, you know what, Kelly, I hope this encourages you. Really, this is just for you. So <laughs> Kelly Swire, wherever you are, 
high five, girl. We're just going to give you a busy mom <laughs> hug and uh, and uh, we'll be praying for you as that's we right. hope that you'll pray for us. Please. I think that's the main thing. You know, let's <laughs> let's be loving on each other. We're going to pick up this conversation in a couple of days talking about toddlers. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. Woo-hoo. If you want to, you know, the season where moms run around like clowns with their hair on fire. I think I might <laughs> title it that. And uh, in the meantime, we hope you guys are encouraged. Stay in the word of God. Uh, walk closely with the Word. Spend time in the Word. Read a children's Bible to your kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing what being in the Word of God will do for you as a mother. And you are shepherding the next generation. You can trust your instincts. I love what Dorinda said. Uh, you can trust your instincts and you can trust the Lord. The Bible says He gently leads those who have young. We'll see you back there next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at the Busy Mom.